0: I'm Michelle Schaefer, and you're listening to another episode of Sold Out Entrepreneur. I have a story to tell. I'm gonna share how I went from a 16-year-old teen mom to millionaire, divorced with two kids, putting myself through school, and working multiple jobs just to make ends meet. The odds were certainly against me, but I never lost my hope, I never lost my faith, and I never lost my dream. I'm gonna help you build your faith have big dreams, and build big teams. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi, welcome to the Sold Out Entrepreneur podcast. This is episode number 20, which actually means there have been 40 podcasts recorded because I count the same episode number for the regular podcast like this one and the sold out Sunday. So yay. <laughs> I lasted 40 different podcasts, <laughs> 20 weeks of podcasting so far. I'm very excited about it. I've loved every minute of it and I'm hoping that you're getting some value out of it too. Today's podcast is going to be strictly business. We, I'm going to be sharing and talking with you about some of the do's and the don'ts in the profession that I love so very much, direct selling or network marketing or relationship marketing or social selling, all of the different terminology that we use in talking about this profession, which is basically products that go directly from the company to the consumer. And we, the customers, are the mouthpiece. Basically, in a nutshell, that's what direct selling is. And so today, I'm gonna share with you uh, just some simple do's and don'ts And maybe you're going to hear these and hopefully learn, or you're going to hear these and you're going to think, well, duh. (laughs) But sadly, uh, you're going to listen to this and you're going to think so-and-so needs to listen to this. (laughs) If you feel that way, feel free to share the podcast with somebody else that could maybe gain some knowledge, learn something and pass it on. That's just, isn't it so great today's World of technology, we can gain so much knowledge and information from other people, and we get to do it for free. The technology that's available to us, podcasts that are free, so much content and information that's out there and available for us to just keep learning and growing. I love that. Okay, so are you ready? We're going to go into some very simple do's and don'ts for building your network marketing business. So the first one is do be genuine and excited. Now, this is something I talk about a lot because I believe that the network marketing of the past, I can say that because I've been around for 14 years in the profession (laughs) and I got to watch it for a couple of years even before I got involved because of my amazing husband, Bobby. But um, when I say do be genuine and excited, it's because there was a time in network marketing where it was very sales pitchy. And so I feel that, um, it's part of what has given some people, especially people in my age demographic, a a little bit of a bad taste in their mouths about, um, network marketing, about direct selling, because maybe they got pitched. I did. I had this client that came in when I was doing hair and very professional, her and her husband were very successful. I really looked up to them and respected them. And she said, Michelle, we would love to have you involved in our business. Now hearing this as a single mom in my young 20s, I was gosh, I was so complimented, so excited. I was like, "Well, what is your business?" And she said, "We have an online marketing business." Now, now mind you, an online business was to me very, very new. You're talking about in like 1999 and I I'm trying to think if I even had a computer. If I did, it was a super old one and really wasn't doing anything online. So this sounded like really exciting. And so she set up a meeting where she was going to come to my house and talk to me about, um, about this business with her husband. And she wouldn't tell me the name of it or anything. Wouldn't give me any details other than the fact that it was an online business and uh, they did marketing online. So, You know, just super excited and thinking, gosh, wouldn't this be cool if I could actually, you know, have a second business besides my business here at the salon? And so when her and her husband came to my house, it, it was such a turnoff to me that they, they took, did this presentation and it wasn't until the very, very end that they told me the name of the company. And it felt, um, it felt a little underhanded. It felt like they were trying to hide it. And because of that, I was turned off and, and, even though the business model looked intriguing to me, um, it was the manner in which they presented it to me that really just turned me off. So, I think that um, for certain generations, there are some. There's a little bit of unwinding that we have to do as network marketing professionals to really prove to people that na- the the profession has has gone forward. We've we've moved past that phase of really being like sales pitchy. Now, for those that are listening to this, and you're the millennials, you're young, this profession is fresh and new to you. This is very, very organic and natural to you. You are very genuine in your excitement for whatever product your company offers. And so here's the thing that, that we as human beings are super good at. We're super good at detecting what is authentic and real and what is not. So with that being said, today's professional, successful network marketers are very genuine and excited about whatever it is that their uh, product or company has to offer. And here's a phrase that I love to use because... There's nothing like ignorance on fire. When you're brand new, you really don't even know how things work yet, but you're so excited because you're getting these incredible results on whatever your product is and you're kind of seeing the possibility on the business side and you you don't even know anything, but you know that you're so excited. There's this is a very magical time in the business to be ignorant, but totally on fire. And you can really capture some exciting new business partners during this period of time. So ignorance on fire is amazing as opposed to uh, knowledge on ice. <laughs> In the beginning, it's like this magic formula because you don't know anything, but you know that you're excited. And then as you've been around for a while, you start you know, gaining this knowledge and you go to training after training, and now you, you've got the terminology and the verbiage down, and now you, you know a ton, but you, you barely talk to people <laughs> because maybe you've been, you know, you've been told no a few times or whatever, and so you're, you know, you've lost that magic moment of ignorance on fire. So do be genuine and very, very excited and authentic um, in your love of your new venture and new product, and do have a personal connection have a personal connection with the products that you're representing, that you're using. Um, we talk about this a lot, Bobby and I, and it's really step one in building any type of business is you know using your product. Whatever your product is that you're representing, really use it. If you're representing health and nutrition products, use them. <laughs> have a health and, you know, have a transformation, a physical transformation. If you're uh, representing cosmetics, use them. Skin care, use them. If your company offers services, make sure you're using them. You have to have a personal connection. That's really how this profession of network marketing works because it's your recommendation of something that's working for you. So... Very, very important to have a personal connection with your products and even your company, the culture, what's going on, and and be proud of that. So so the number one do is be genuine, do be genuine, and do be excited. Here's the don't. Don't exaggerate (laughs) and don't lie. Um, This is another thing that I think uh, still exists, but it's not as... Uh, prevalent as it used to be is the exaggerations. People would overpromise, oh, you're going to, you know, lose 50 pounds in a week. You're going <laughs> to, you know, all of your diseases are going to be cured. You're going to make a million dollars in your first year. I mean, all these things were just massive over-exaggerations. You know, the, oh, the people were over-promising and under-delivering both with their product and with the business opportunity. The truth really is enough. The truth is good enough you know, you just tell your story, you tell your story, your experience, your personal one. If you know stories and experiences of other people, um, that you're connected to, or that you've heard share those as well. But really the truth is all people need. We can sniff it out. <laughs> We're like dogs. <laughs> we can tell when something is true and authentic. And then when something isn't, uh, it's, it's funny because like my body physically reacts <laughs> and has a visceral response to truth And to um, untruth, and I can tell, I can just feel it. I can feel it inside my gut, and I think most people have that. Uh, When we were at Tony Robbins a month ago or so, one of the things that he he calls it a BS meter. He says we have great BS meters, and people know when people are telling the truth or when they're lying. So because of that, um, if you are somebody that is just over, you know, you're over exaggerating, you're over promising, um, people are going to sniff it out. They're not going to want to do business with you. So don't. Exaggerate. Don't tell lies. Be totally truthful all the time. And in the in the first do, I said be excited. Don't be too calm. Now, listen, I know some of you, uh, your introverts and your personalities in general are calm, but I will tell you that people respond to the energy that you are putting off. So tell me if you can tell the difference here. Okay. Well, you can't tell me, but maybe you can type it. in the comments or something on on our Facebook page or our Instagram page. But see if you notice a difference here. Hi, Sue. Yeah, I'm using this product. I'm really excited about it. I've gotten great results. I'd like to uh, see if, you know, you'd like to try them since you were complaining about the very same thing that I was before I got started on the product. Are you interested? Okay. So that's the first one. And how about this one? Sue, I'm so excited to talk to you. I cannot wait to share something with you because we were just talking about this last week. I'm using this amazing product and I'm getting ridiculous results. I feel so good. I know you're going to want to try it. Wait till I tell you do you notice the difference? Really? I understand that some people, their natural personality is just calm and maybe your voice is more monotone, but I am telling you, if you want to take your business to the next level, you really need to train yourself in the skill of being excited. And, and I want you to, to train yourself so that it be, it's authentic. Um, Savannah just told me this the other day. Savannah is my daughter who's almost 15 years old. She's in 10th grade. And she said to me the other day, um, she, she was talking about her different, you know, teachers and classes because school just started and she was, you know, going through each class. And she said, you know what? I, I decided that the teachers that I like the best are the ones that are the most passionate. (laughs) Here you have a child and even she notices the difference between authentic excitement and somebody who's just sharing information. It's that genuine, authentic, passionate excitement. It moves people, you guys. People want to be moved. They want the needle to move. And the way that you say something, the amount of energy in your voice, the inflection, the energy that comes out of you through your body language, which by the way is the is the highest percentage of how your, your communication with another person, it's your body language, not what you say. That's only 7%. Not how you say it that's like 38%. But in the manner, the energy in which you say it, it's 56% of how people hear you or respond to you or retain your message. So it's very important. And it may feel, it may feel inauthentic to you in the beginning as you are developing the skill of being good at sharing your enthusiasm. But I promise you, it, it will be something that you can, a skill that you can develop that can become more natural. And your business will just, Um, It'll grow by leaps and bounds if you can really develop that. You know, some of the most successful people that I know in the profession are the most excited people I've ever met. (laughs) They're just so emphatic with their excitement, like, you haven't tried this? Oh my gosh, you have to try this. They're just so, they have such conviction and passion in their voice that even if you didn't have any desire at all to try it, you would. So genuine excitement. First do. First don't. Don't exaggerate. Don't lie. Okay. Ready for the next do? Do tell everyone what you're doing. Do tell everyone what you're doing. And and here's here's why I say that. If you had invested, let's just say $100,000 and you opened a traditional brick and mortar business. I always say a pizza shop, probably because I love pizza. But let's say you invested in a little pizza franchise, or maybe it's just a mom and pop and you spent a bunch of money and you opened this pizza place. Would you, or would you not tell every single person you knew that you ordered, you opened up a pizza place around the corner. You would tell everybody, whether they lived close to you or far away, you'd tell your neighbors, you'd, you'd make sure you told, you know, the mailman, you'd tell people at the grocery store, you would bring it up in every conversation and tell every single person that you knew about this new pizza shop. And so one of the things that people say all the time is, you know, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to have to talk to my friends and family. Okay. But let's switch it back to this traditional business that you started your pizza shop. Would you, would you not tell your mom, dad, sister, brother, aunt, uncle, cousins, um, you know, your best friend about the pizza shop, because you wouldn't want to quote, you know, do business with your friends and family. You don't want to make money off of them. Of course not. You're going to tell, that they're going to be the first people that you tell, hey, come on down, support me. Come, we're having our grand opening. I'd love to have you there. When it's a traditional business, you stand, you know, on top of the pedestal there, loud and proud, shouting it in the streets about your traditional business. So it's very important that you tell everybody what you do. And, uh, you know, it doesn't mean that they're all going to sign up with you, but they need to know. Here's an example. If you are involved with a company that sells health and nutrition products like I am. And weight management is one of the things that you, you have to offer. You, I would make sure that everybody knew, hey, listen, um, I'm getting amazing results myself. I'm using this great product. If you or anybody you know is interested in getting healthier or losing weight, make sure you call me. How hard is that? It's not hard at all. So make sure that you are telling everybody what you do. When you have belief and conviction behind what you're using or what you're excited about or what you're doing, people respond. They, uh, when you have a great experience, it's just natural to share it with people. I read in a book um, yesterday. I was reading in a, a great book. Said people will share a positive experience with three other people. And they'll share a negative experience with 20. (laughs) Oh, that's a whole other podcast. Uh, So, you, if you started a traditional business, you would tell everybody there's no reason with your network marketing, your direct selling business that you don't just tell everybody. It's just an FYI. Hey, you know, some people send out like family newsletters or emails or whatever. You Just tell everybody, hey, listen, I just wanted to let everybody know this is what I'm involved in now. This is why I'm involved with it. I've had a great experience. I'm fallen in love with it. And if you or anybody you know is interested in that, if what I'm doing can fill that need, please refer them to me. The end. Doesn't have to be complicated, right? So do share it with everybody. Don't be overzealous. <laughs> Uh, This is a funny one because, um, and I'm going to tell you a a little story of something that happened to me, but uh, you know, don't hound people. Nobody likes that. Um, It's great to get the information out there and let people know what you're doing. They all should know what you're doing, but you don't want to be that guy or girl (laughs) with, you know, you see somebody coming and you immediately, like the first thing you talk about, Hey Sue, oh my gosh, you've got to do this with me. Maybe you've already told Sue about it. The timing isn't right. She's not interested today. It's always about the timing, right? It's always about the timing. So here's a quick story. I had this friend of mine, many, many years, friend for over 10 years. And I had, of course, told her about, you know, my products and what I was doing for many, a number, a number of years. And she never really, you know, never really was interested at all. Never showed any interest. Timing wasn't right. Just nothing. And, um, I get this Facebook message from her one day and I had prospected her pretty regularly, you know, a couple times a year I'd reach out to her specifically just to talk to her about my products and my opportunity. And so, um, I get this Facebook message and actually I was sitting at a dinner for the top 100 of my company (laughs) and I, I get this Facebook message. I saw it pop up on my phone. So I looked down and she started sharing her complete and utter passion and excitement for getting involved in a a different company. (laughs) I just thought it was so funny. And so I read this, it was long, it was long. She was so excited, long message. So I read the whole message and I just said, I'm so happy that you found something that you're passionate about. Do you know that that's what I've been doing for the last 12 years? And, you know, actually I'm, I'm writing you this right now from a recognition dinner with my company being in the top 100 globally. And she wrote back, she was like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I didn't even realize that that's what you did. And so the po- here's the point. The point is it's always about timing it's about timing and it's about, you know, something that you're passionate at that time. She, she found something that she was passionate about at that time. It was a different whole category than, than the company that I, I'm with. And, um, you know, so I just think it's funny. So it don't be that person that, that hounds somebody that gives the whole profession a bad name. Um, you know, I make it a point if I reach out to somebody and I specifically am prospecting them about the business, I ask them the question, you know, are you interested? I'd love to work with you or whatever. And they give me a no, you know, no, not right now. No, I'm not interested or whatever. I make it a point to reconnect with that person, um, very shortly after that so that it's not weird and awkward. Like, let's just say, uh, I'm just going to use the example of, um, you know, my best friend, let's just say my best friend. I'm like, listen, you really, I really would love to do this with you. You'd be amazing. You know, you've told me these are the areas that you'd like to have change in your life. And I believe this could help be the catalyst for that change. And her response is, no, I'm just not interested. Um, I would make sure that I connected with her again and didn't bring it up at all. Here's one of the things that can cause people to have a negative experience. If you're looking at every single person as a prospect for your business, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that, um, I think that we, uh, everybody deserves to hear about an opportunity that you're passionate about and that you have true conviction for. I believe that, truly. But if the timing isn't right or it's not a right fit, don't cease that relationship. Continue to have a relationship with people and, and make, them, make them feel confident in knowing that you still love them and want to have a relationship with them, even if they tell you no. It's timing. It took my husband six years to say yes to the company that we've been with now for five. It took him six years. He was prospected a handful of times every year by the same guy for six years before he finally said yes. And he, you know, he, (laughs) it's just about timing. So make it a point to not be that person that hounds people that there's no quicker way to dissolve a relationship than to make every point of contact about your business. I have many, many friends that I've stayed friends with in and out of business with company, not with, you know, with my company, not with my company, working with me, not working with me, maintaining these relationships. It's a, you guys, This is a relationship business. So if you're not able to maintain and manage relationships, you're really not going to be able to grow a business. So don't hound people. Don't be that guy. And don't be weird. (laughs) It's only weird if you're weird. So don't be weird. Okay, do use social media. Social media has completely changed the landscape of not just network marketing but business in general. really has just it's changed everything it's given us a large, large reach. We can connect with people that we maybe never would have seen again in our lives. Uh, because of the amazing power through social media. Um, So you have a huge reach. You can connect with more people in less time. You can share your, your story, your experience with literally thousands of people, and it gives them the ability to kind of look, take a peek at your story and your experience from a distance. So they can kind of, you know, at their leisure, when the timing is right for them, they can, you know, reach out to you. So there, um, I'm sure I'll do a, a specific podcast on social media because I've used it in a massive way. It's been the number one tool that I've used to grow my business. And so of so many other people. So there's a specific training that we can do on how to maximize social media. Um, but, but don't be afraid of it. I talk with a lot of people who still are like, oh, I don't really use social media. I'm very private. Well, you can still be private. You can still be private and utilize social media for your business because you don't have to put private stuff on social media. (laughs) Like, you don't, if you don't want to put something, oh, I don't want, you know, I don't want to put pictures of my kids or whatever, then don't put pictures (laughs) of your kids on social media. You're in control of it. Uh, And when used properly, social media can be a massive tool to help you grow a massive organization. So uh, do use social media now, but don't overload your newsfeed, your page with nothing but um, posts about your product or your business or your opportunity. If it's the only thing that you are posting on your social media page, people are going to tune out. They're not going to connect with you. And Bobby says this all the time. Why do we love social media? Well, of course, we can connect with people. It's a social place that we can, you know, talk to people or whatever. But why do people love to keep just scrolling through the newsfeed? Because it's like a reality show. (laughs) People enjoy seeing the little posts about, you know... Um, I, one of my favorites is Pinterest fails. I'm like the queen of Pinterest fails. And so I love to see, you know, people doing stuff like that on social media, sharing just little tidbits of their life. And being that school just started, we got to see literally weeks because of the different dates that people started weeks and weeks of first day of school pictures. I love that. You get to see when people, you know, they get engaged or they get married or have a special event or go somewhere. Savannah and I just went and saw Hamilton um, in Los Angeles. It was excellent. I posted pictures. It was, the, the people were talking about it. It's just, so, the, social media is a great way to just um, stay connected and, you know, it's kind of entertainment for people. And so, you know, make sure that when you are on social media, you're giving people real life stuff. I know that, all of us tend to want our social media feeds to be only the best things in life, right? We show the perfect version of everything. It didn't really happen unless you posted it on social media. <laughs> My children's generation, this is really this is real life for them. That's real. But make sure that you have a balance. You're sharing who you are, your real life, things that are important to you, and you're sharing things about your business. Uh, It is always, will always be about creating a relationship with other human beings first. That is just always the first thing, right? Yes. That's why it's called relationship marketing or social marketing. Okay. Do learn about your products and company and be proud of your partnership with them. That's really important. When you're brand new, we already talked about this ignorance on fire, but as you you know develop your skill, you've been around a little bit longer. You can learn things about your company, you learn the background, the history. Um, you can learn things about your products. You can really get uh, into the nitty gritty of why your products are so good. That's why this is why products in the network marketing profession are so uh, so well loved because we don't just get to use them and experience them; we get to understand how they were developed, how they were formulated, and the science behind them, why they work so good. That's why you have such loyal customers. Much different than going to the store, purchasing a product off the shelf, and just buying it with nobody telling you anything except maybe a salesperson that says, yeah, I've heard it's good. And so network marketing products, you get this entire story behind why it was created, how it was created, where the ingredients came from. And so there's nothing wrong with that. You should, you should learn that information so that when somebody asks, you have that in your little arsenal, your little toolbox to share with people. Um, And here's the, here's the don't, the last don't of this podcast. Don't bad mouth other companies. Don't bad mouth other products. Don't bad mouth other people. Um, you know, it's much more powerful to really just l- share and talk about and be enthusiastic about the things that you love versus continuing to be that person that all you ever talk about is, is the things that you hate. <laughs> Nobody really likes, I call those Eeyores. (laughs) Do you remember Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? Everything happens to me. He always has a little rain cloud over him. and You know, he's just the the ultimate, the epitome of a victim is Eeyore. Don't be an Eeyore. You know, we can, uh, one of the things that people do all the time in this profession is they like to compare. Oh, do you have a comparison chart? I'd like to compare your product with this product. And so when I get asked that question, even though I have access to information like that, one of the things that I do is I say, listen, I don't know a lot about that product, but I do know this about mine. And I'll just talk about the points about my product that are important, that are important to me, that I, that, that have really kept me a loyal product user to that product. Um, people will say, oh, can you compare companies? And, and sometimes I I can for people because they really don't know, but more often than not, what I'll say is, listen, you know, I don't know all the details about that company, but here's what I know about my company. Here's what I know, what I love about my company and i will you know really edify the things that that are the most important to me or that i think will be the most important to the person asking the questions and then lastly here as as i close down this this podcast of the do's and don'ts don't talk bad about other people you know ultimately it really only reflects on you it really does now now mind you this is this is not to say that um if somebody has you know Scammed you? That we shouldn't, you know, make people aware of that. That's that's one thing. You know what I mean? If somebody has has actually taken advantage of you in any way, I feel that it it, we we should you know be able to warn other people about that. But let's just talk about just straight up like gossip and 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 negative talking about other people, especially. uh, You it can be happening within your own company. It can be happening out you know with other companies. It really just is not something that needs to be done. So be the person that continues to, you know, to edify the things you love instead of spread negative about the things that you don't. It just, you're, you're creating a a completely different energy and social media is a, is a place where this is really profound. I'm certain that you have people on your newsfeed every day. It's just another tragedy that happened in their lives. Oh, this happened, you know? Oh, I, I don't like this. Or, oh, you know, talking about news, politics, things like that every day. And it really, um, it, it, I can just tell you from my experience, I start to overlook those posts <laughs> I really do. I start to overlook them. I don't want to see the worst all the time. I want to see the best. I want to see all the awesome things that are going on. I want to watch the videos of the ones that are cute and adorable, the ones that make me smile, the ones that make me cry with joy. I like to see things, you know, positive things happening in people's lives. I like To to hear stories about people overcoming, you know, circumstances and tragedies. And so it will go so much further for you in your business to be somebody that in all circumstances you are continuing to edify the things that you love rather than continue to point the finger at the things that you don't. Um, you, it'll set you apart. <laughs> it'll set you apart. You'll be adding value to people instead of, you know, put, casting a dark shadow. And, you know, remember, I've said it a whole bunch of times already in this podcast, this business is first and foremost about building relationships with other people. And, you people are attracted to people that are going places, that are positive, that see more out of the world than you know, what they're getting from the media. They're attracted to something that's different and positive and has great energy because they want that in their lives too. So here was, that was just a couple of do's and don'ts. We could certainly go on and on about it. I'd really like to get Bobby on undo a do's and don'ts because you're going to hear completely different stuff from him than me. So uh, be staying tuned to having him on some of the upcoming podcasts. I sure love getting together with you, even if it's only me talking to you. <laughs> I'm excited to hear feedback from you. I, I love to hear um, your opinions on some of these things that I share. Maybe if 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 you're applying them or if you're sharing them with other people, I'd love to I'd love to hear your opinion on that. You can connect with me on the directly on our website, which is soldoutentrepreneur.com. You can connect with me on our Facebook page, Sold Out Entrepreneur. I'm on Instagram, Sold Out Entrepreneur. Um, And you probably hear it on every podcast, but I'm going to say it again. You can have access immediately to almost three hours of really great content with myself and Bobby together. We have uh, just about 45 years of experience in the network marketing profession and as entrepreneurs, it's even longer than that, actually, as entrepreneurs, more than probably over 40. And um, you can listen to all of that for free. We talk about the current economy. We talk about how to choose a company uh, you know, how to compare compensation plans. We talk about how to get started. Once you do choose how to choose an upline, Uh, just all kinds of really good information that I think will really add value to you and your search to really, uh, you know, create a life of freedom and choices because that's what you're trying to do, right? (laughs) I think we all are. Thank you so much for listening to me today. And I am really looking forward to uh, the next couple of podcasts with some great content for you. I hope you have an amazing week. Until next time.